friends. Welcome to a new episode of the Frankie 411 podcast. I'm your host, Haley Overseth. Uh, we're trying something a little new here. I will have this on Spotify and Apple like I normally do, but I'm going to also do this little video version that I can put on YouTube and just see whether or not that's something anyone finds interesting. Um, who is Frankie? Why, why is she the one with the 411? Frankie is currently my favorite character in my fictional podcast, The Adventures of Abernathy Franklin. Um, and she's also sort of an idealized version of myself, actually. Um, and so often I have conversations in my head with Frankie. Yes, I do know that I'm talking to myself. No, you do not need to call social services or any kind of, you know, psych ward people to come and get me. I'm fine. I'm functioning in society, even though it's not necessarily my preference to do so, because I do think society has a lot of structures that are not necessarily conducive to your soul feeling good about functioning in society. And I think a lot of people can probably relate to that. So today, what I've been conversating about in my head with Frankie um, is creating your own reality which I do believe that we all do. And you don't, you can disagree with me if you want to. You can blow up in the comments. I don't care. Go ahead. That's your reality. You do what you want. You choose what you choose. Um, but I, you know, as much as I know, there's a lot of stuff out there about creating your own reality in a way where people present it in a sort of, I don't like to say toxic positivity sort of way because I don't necessarily want to attach myself or you know, be in confrontation with any particular trend or ism. I think that your messaging tends to get lost when you sort of piggyback on things like that, whether it's for or against them. But I know that for myself, it's not been an easy journey and it's I'm still in the process of this journey of creating my own reality in a way that I prefer and not continuing to create the things that I do not prefer out of anxiety and fear and expectations of the external world and the culture and the sort of, you know, things that, that we've always been taught we're supposed to do. So I just, I kind of think that maybe there's some people out there who might find themselves in a similar circumstance that maybe it could be helpful for me to just sort of talk about. I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm a guru. I'm not going to sit here and say that I can tell you how to make your life wonderful. I'm not going to try to sell you that I can have you be a millionaire online in three days or whatever everybody's trying to tell you you can do nowadays, which becomes very frustrating to me. I know that there are a lot of people who find ways that are not, you know, the nine to five slog, giving up your time for very minuscule money, which is not the way that humans are meant to live. I don't think you can, again, feel how you want to feel about that. That's your business. But I am frustrated currently in my own capacity to create my own reality in the sense that I can become very hard on myself. I, I know that that is a hurdle that has been difficult for me to, I don't want to say get over. I'd really like to just, you know, set it on fire and have it not exist anymore. <laughs> it's kind of the way that I look at it. 
but I, I do believe that we create our own reality and, you know, whether it's from the, the culture that we currently live in, the environment I grew up in, whatever is the human conditioning that I've experienced that has caused me to learn this habit of being very hard on myself and angry with myself when I find myself in a reality that doesn't look the way I would prefer. And again, it's, you know, I, I don't want to say positivity. I don't want to say that it's positive or negative. Positivity and negativity are all subjective. All reality is subjective. You know, what looks positive and good and happy and fun to me is not the same as what looks positive and good and happy and fun to everyone else. And that's how it's supposed to be. That's the beauty of this human existence is the diversity of thought and ideas and preferences, you know, that we're not all supposed to agree on what positivity looks like. You're just supposed to figure out what positivity or what what your life preference looks like for you. And that's 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 something. I don't know. To, in a broader sense, I think that our, our culture and our human consciousness would do well to start. I don't like to say, again, stay in your own lane. Because I think that we get a little caught up in the the trends and the isms of those kind of things. But there are enough lanes for everybody. And you don't need to be so worried about what everyone else is doing. Live and let live. Worry about yourself. Mind your own store. I think that's what we need to be doing. But for me, I, I've been very busy minding my own store for uh, a lot of months and maybe years recently. And I am very self-critical and I'm becoming more aware and more mindful of how I, I kick my own ass just so much mentally when things happen that I don't prefer and, and when my reality doesn't look the way that I think it should by now, you know, which again, you shouldn't ever, don't should yourself, don't do that. But I, I do, I get caught up in these habits of why have I not manifested this or that yet? Why am I still waiting on this or that thing to come through for me? Why, why have I created uh I had to, my Pomeranian got ill recently and I had to put him to sleep. He was an older puppy and it was very difficult. Um, and I'm sure, again, a lot of people can probably, probably relate, but I had a lot of guilty feelings. You know, if we create our own reality, how did I create this? I know I asked the universe and myself, my inner being, you know, I want my life to be easier, but this isn't what I meant. And so I have, you know, I've, I know I fall into that hole and that, I don't know, what would you call it? it? It is, it's just a habit. It's a habit of being very blameful of myself and being in a space of looking at creating my own reality is something that is scary because I think I am very chaotic in the way that I do it. And I am. But I don't, you know, I'm in a place now of realizing you just, I, I just need to recognize those things and catch myself in, the, in those mental habits that I have and that subconscious programming that I've just been running for so long that, again, is, yeah, some of it is human conditioning and environment and, and how you grew up and the things you learn from the people that you're surrounded by. But 
at some point those things have to not matter anymore right and that's where i kind of get tripped up is that i've again in the process of minding my own store and staying in my own lane i become very self-critical and i become very i blame myself for a lot of things and then i become defensive at myself i understand that this does make me sound like a crazy person that needs medication i do and maybe I do need medication. Shit, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist. What do I know? But again, I think that maybe there's some people out there who can relate to this being in a space in your personal journey of knowing that where you are is not necessarily where you want to be and knowing that you have some big dreams. And I do. You know, I love my writing. I love the creative things that I play with. And I know that there are ways to make those things. I uh, I hate the idea of asking my creativity to pay the bills. I really do. But at the same time, I think that trading your time at a job to pay your bills and having your creativity and the things that you really love be a side project is not, again, not the way that humans were meant to live. You're supposed to do the things that feel natural and exciting and the things that energize you, the things that are your highest joy are the things that we are meant to be following. I absolutely do believe that. And again, you can disagree with me if you want. I don't really care. Put it in the comments. All PR is good PR, right? But I am in that kind of space right now where I'm trying to be more mindful of, in particular, my self-talk, the way that I can become very again, self-critical and, and blame myself for a lot of things that, you know, if we do create our own reality, but I think a lot of times it is unintentional. So I'm trying to be more intentional, um, more, and it's, you know, if you're a student of Abraham who's channeled by Esther Hicks or Bashar who's channeled by Daryl Anka, and if, if you're a, a student of these kinds of concepts and ideas, whether it's Neville Goddard or Alan Watts or um, this is Wayne Dwyer. Is that his name? I can't remember right now. Wayne Dyer? Can't remember. But, you know, any of these different various, um, you could say philosophers, I suppose. Anyone who's trying to help you create your own reality, again, in a way that you prefer, I think that gets framed in a, you know, in a more positive way. But, you know, really, again, all reality is subjective. It's just in a way that you prefer. I, th I do think that, you know, I hear those things and academically, I understand the things that they're talking about. The idea of imagining creates your reality. And if you believe and imagine something quote unquote, better for yourself, you can have it. I do believe that I get very caught up in the definitions. I think I get very it, it. That's what I stumble on a lot of times, you know, well, if there's good and bad and better and worse and positive and negative, then I get mad at myself for the things that are perceived as negative by me. And that's not useful. And I know that's not useful, but I also know that I can't be the only one who's doing it. Some, you know, maybe this rambling conversation will be <laughs> helpful to, to even just one someone out there who's maybe finding themselves in the same space where I do know that there are 
possibilities for me out there that look like what I want my life to look like. I know I don't necessarily know how to get there. I know that I'm not necessarily supposed to know how to get there. I'm supposed to dwell in the end. Like Neville Goddard says, dwell in the end. Imagine the wish fulfilled. And there's a broader part of you that will build the bridges and put the road together the way it needs to be for you to get there. It's, you know, as Tom Petty says, though, the waiting is the hardest part, (laughs) isn't it? The waiting is the hardest part. And maybe it's the Sagittarius fire sign in me that becomes very impatient for, you know, my writing to get noticed and take off or for, you know, some other something that is that looks like my highest joy in this world to show up in my physical experience and not just be out there in the ether waiting for me. I do think that's something that trips me up too, you know, again, like all of our philosopher friends who, you know, might channel different entities or, or have a broader perspective, try to teach us everything has its own time. Everything grows in its own natural way. When you plant a seed, whatever it is, it's, you don't go outside and dig it up to see if it has a root or stamp on the ground and tell it grow. Damn you. Flower takes as long as it takes to come up out of the ground. So does corn. So does a tree. So does whatever. But I do have to be honest, I would prefer to just sit and watch the grass grow instead of having to play the nine to five grind game that we have created as humans and that we think is the only option available to us in I don't want to say that again, you know, it's the limiting belief structures that I have absorbed throughout my lifetime are basically what I am currently. Again, I don't like to say struggling because I'm trying to be more deliberate in my words. That's the challenge that I am currently facing. You know, not I don't want to say letting go of those belief structures, because I think that in and of itself can be problematic, at least again, for me personally, in this create my own reality journey. The, I, I, it's, it's not about releasing things that no longer serve you, I don't think, or at least for me, it's not about releasing, it's about replacing. I need to start or I am trying to start replacing my old subconscious programming the limiting belief structures that I know hold me back with the new belief structures. You know, people talk about switching from a lack mindset to an abundance mindset or, you know, changing, changing yourself into a prosperity mindset. And if you're out there and you get a little pissed off when you hear those things, I have a lot of sympathy. I really do. I'm with you. I feel that. You know, again, I do have, I have a lot of that in me becoming very frustrated and really very angry. I do. I get pissed off. I get pissed off at myself when I, I get pissed off hearing that you create your own reality and you can make your life whatever you want. And it's all sunshine and roses and, and you can do it by tomorrow, you know, and I get pissed off at the people who are trying to sell that line. And then I get pissed off at myself for being pissed off because, well, that's not useful. That doesn't help you get to where you want to be when you feel in that way. And I know that. I know that that is 
an old paradigm that I am wanting to replace. And I do also know, you know, there's a lot of evidence to, to suggest and I, you know, again, I don't want to be blameful of my external world because I know that it all comes down to me and the things that I think about. But I do, you know, when you find yourself in a place of frustration, I do think there's a certain value in recognizing the other external factors that might play a role in the things that you are telling yourself, right? And so one of the, you know, things I think about is so I, I don't know how many people might be familiar with Dr. Joe Dispenza and the work that he does. Um, if you're not, go Google him, go find him on YouTube. There's plenty of interviews he's on. So he has been doing research with various different uh, medical and psychological groups and teams, um, case studies over the last, I don't know, 20 to 30 years. That That does show that we as humans have a tendency to become addicted accidentally. No one becomes addicted on purpose, do they? Um, But to become addicted to our own trauma response, our own stress response, you know, because when you are in a state of stress, when you're in a state of fear or anxiety, your body does create certain chemicals. You know, cortisol is the stress hormone that, you know, is talked about the most that people might be familiar with. But it is true. We, you know, your your body creates a certain set of chemicals when you experience certain emotional states, right? It's it's not all that different to like a runner's high. You know, you get addicted to the serotonin and the endorphins that you get from running. And so people keep running even when they've had knee injuries and things like that. When you've been in a state of stress or fear, when you've been in survival mode for a very long time, it's you become addicted to those chemicals, not because you enjoy them necessarily, but because they're familiar and it's what your body knows what to do and how to, you know, oh, this is what we do when we start getting into to these. This thought process causes and triggers this emotional state. And this is what we create. We create these chemicals that, you know, give you the, the stress response, the fear response that that you don't necessarily want anymore or that I don't necessarily want anymore and that I would prefer to create something different for myself. Something, again, you know, positive is a subjective thing, but certainly something that I prefer. I do not prefer to be in the emotional state of stress and anxiety and and impatient expectation, I suppose is how I might put it. But I I do think that it is valuable to some degree just to recognize, you know. So, for example, one of the things that I've not done in a number of years and I still continue to refuse to do is watch the news, right? You watch a a television news program, you know, turn on the 24-hour news. You know, it's not hard to notice the, it's not just the content of the news that is meant to put you in that state of fear and anxiety and, and stress that, you know, that you then become addicted to. And so you keep the ratings up because you keep watching. It's not just the content, you know, if you watch news programming, 
it's not difficult to spot if you if you're looking for it if you're paying attention the entirety of the production is created and produced to make you concerned you know the think of the music that they use really i mean you know go watch something go watch a 24-hour news program listen to the the music that is used the sound effects that are used look at the the graphics and the colors and the things that are the the presentation of news in general is absolutely not any different to the way that a soundtrack or a soundscape for dramatic tv or film is created it is created to it, it, it intends to create an atmosphere, a certain atmosphere to elicit a certain response. And that is a stress response, a fear response, a very triggering response. And so having been able to notice that I really don't pay any attention to the news whatsoever. And I know a lot of people might think, well, that makes you ignorant of what's going on in the world and this and that. Is it really useful to know what's going on in the world if it just makes you upset and does not help you create a reality you prefer to see? I don't know that it is. Again, feel free to disagree with me in the comments. I really don't care. But that is something that I've been trying to be more mindful of. You know, the things that I am consuming and how they affect my emotional states, my mental state, how they affect the things that I think about regularly. Again, like Abraham says, you get what you think about, whether you like it or not, whether you want it or not, you know, imagining creates reality. And if you're constantly imagining being frustrated about things and having arguments with people about who's right or wrong over this or that political, religious, socioeconomic, whatever issue or, or circumstance that's currently happening. I just don't see it as being useful to me. I don't. So I have been trying to be more mindful of, of things like that. And even shows that I used to watch that used to that I used to enjoy. You know, there are a lot of things. I was watching Schitt's Creek the other day and it's it's a very cute show. It's well done. I love the characters. I think they're great. But it it triggers in me the sort of it triggers a lackful mindset in me it triggers the idea of well isn't that just how it happens things just always go wrong and that's not the reality i'm trying to create for myself it, as much as as it's creative and i do find it to be fun and again i love the characters it's still where i currently am in my own personal journey it's still something that i recognize for me personally is triggering emotional states and responses from me mentally that are associated with the things that I am trying to replace, you know, the, the old paradigms that I am trying to shift. So it's been, it's been weird. It's been weird. Y'all life is, well, life is weird all the time. I think maybe I'm just noticing it more. Now that I'm trying to be more intentional in the life that I'm creating for myself. But it, uh, I guess, you know, the point of this conversation that I've had with Frankie for myself personally, and I hope that it can help some of you out there, is that 
you know, this human life that we come into is about learning how to manipulate energy to create the reality and then the experiences that we prefer to have. And it's a son of a bitch. It really is. I know that it is. And for all the the love and light and positivity and the you can do it aspects. And I'm not trying to dissuade anyone from that. I don't want to. I'm not trying to shit on that. That's not what I'm trying to do. I just I have a lot of sympathy for those of you out there who might find yourself in a similar space to where I'm finding myself of. I know that I can do this differently. I know that I can create better for myself. I know that the the things that I want to experience or prefer to experience in this life are available to me. I have some human conditioning to unlearn still that is frustrating me. Even though I don't, you know, I know it's Abraham would say not to talk about those things or, or think about them. But it's difficult not to, right? And maybe to some degree there is some value in just acknowledging those things. Not not to sit and harp on them, not to complain, not to not to, you know, be right rather than be happy, right? But for the sake of just being able to acknowledge and recognize when you find yourself caught in old subconscious programming and habits that you know aren't useful to you anymore. You know, again, for me, you know, I, I started a negative argument conversation in my head again that I knew wasn't useful. And my my normal response to that would be to get angry with myself and be pissed off at me. Why are you doing that? You know, that doesn't help you stop doing that. And I don't think that's the way to go. And I, I that's kind of uh, maybe the lesson that I've learned today with this conversation that I've had with Frankie is just notice. You don't have to you don't have to try to push it away. You don't have to try to immediately replace it with something different that, you know, you would prefer because that in and of itself can feel like effort that is more frustrating than than calming or helpful to you in the moment. Just notice. Just notice it. There's that bad habit that I have. There it is. I'm fighting with myself again. Just notice it. And 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 that's all you have to do. Just stop. Just stop there. Oh, there's that thing that I do that I don't want to do to myself anymore. There it is. Okay. I see it. And, you know, maybe that's part of it. Maybe having... Maybe having big dreams in this life can give you high expectations of yourself in a way that is more stressful than encouraging, right? And so maybe maybe you do just need to chill and just say, okay, there's that thing that I do. Okay, fine, I do it. And just let that be it. And just let that be where you stop. You know, don't work yourself up into a tizzy being mad that you do it or trying to fix it, you know, just, just notice it. And maybe it'll figure itself out. I hope it'll figure itself out. That's, uh, that's, that's the preference that I have universe, that things will just figure themselves out, which I, again, I do think that that's how it does work and how it's supposed to work. You know, Trees don't grow because they force themselves to and they don't worry about other trees growing or falling down in a storm. They just 
they just be. And so maybe that's the lesson for today for myself that maybe that's useful to anybody else out there. Just be and things things have to work themselves out to some degree. Everything is temporary. Nothing in this life is permanent, including this life itself, right? So even if you find yourself in a space that's feeling kind of tough, it's it's not permanent. Everything will change. You're not stuck anywhere. It's got to shift, you know. The river's got to move you sometime. So anyway, those are my thoughts for today. I hope you've enjoyed them. And if you haven't, I'm sure you'll have plenty of things. It's amazing to me how people are more eager to say that they disagree with something and jump into the comments and be upset than they are to jump in and say that they agree with things. Or maybe that's just the another paradigm I need to shift in order to see it be different in my experience. Oh, the things that I have to work on or that I feel like I... Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot, isn't there? When you're on this personal self-discovery, create your own reality journey. So it's, it's an archaeology project and you're not always digging up things that you want to look at. <laughs> but that's all right. It's a process. It's fine. So anyway, thanks for listening. Do go check out my fictional podcast, The Adventures of Abernathy Franklin. It's definitely a lot more fun and carefree and, and laugh-inducing than this conversation has been. Uh, although I do think that this has been sort of cathartic for me. So whether or not it was useful to you, it was useful to me. And really, that's all that matters. Well, not to you, but to me. But anyway, thanks for listening, friends. Wherever you are out there, I do hope you're doing well. Go check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash Abernathy Franklin. Subscribe to my YouTube channel and my podcasts and all the things. Leave me a nice review or don't again, you know. I don't, I'm not your mother. I can't tell you what to do. But anyway, if you're out there and you're having a struggle, you're not alone and don't beat yourself up over it. I'm trying not to beat myself up over it. Anyway, friends. Again, wherever you are out there, I do hope you're doing well. Mm -hmm.